Talk Live. We are launching an hour number one of the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give away, so enjoy those on us. As we go right into your phone calls, to start things out. Let's talk to Christina on the amp line in Utah. Christina, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, hi. How are you doing? Great. What's on your mind tonight? Um, I was going to talk about this Ron Paul thing. You know, right now, as things do kind of look discouraging with all that, and I know there's a lot of people who are really kind of putting all their hope on all this, but, you know, the way I figure it, you know, it's kind of really only just a really big start. I've only been pretty much involved in this libertarian thing since October, you know, and I right. heard of Ron Paul, and I've just been really getting excited about this the first time, but... You know, just earlier today, I got one of those Ron Paul bumper or window cleans. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I have it right over our back window, and I was outside, or I was listening to some people talk outside by my window, and the window opened so I could hear them. And so they were talking about the government, you know, and just a random conversation, you know, oh, F this, F that, you know, and the real problem is just the government. And somewhere in their conversation, I heard them mention that there's a car over there with a Ron Paul window clean. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy's kind of like, oh, you know, well, who's that, you know? And he didn't really understand what was going on. I couldn't hear everything they were saying. And he said something about how he he didn't like any of the politicians. He was just going to vote for Obama because he didn't like Hillary or whatever. And, hmm. you know, it just kind of occurred to me there that, you know, the important thing is not trying, is not just Ron Paul, but it's really about spreading that message of liberty, you know? Absolutely, that's, and, that's and that's what his thing. campaign is doing so well. And I think that a lot of the people that are involved in the Ron Paul campaign that are disappointed by the 8% that he received in New Hampshire and the 10% he received in Iowa, I think those people don't really realize uh, what libertarian campaigns have historically gotten as far as voting percentages go. Maybe they're maybe they're spoiled or something, and they think that their candidate should be able to pull 50% or 40 or 30%. And the, the fact is, 8 or 10% is, is huge numbers for a libertarian campaign. So I think looked at from the correct perspective... The Ron Paul campaign has been quite a success, and as we pointed out earlier this week, it's only the very beginning. Ron Paul's not giving up. I read a message from him on his website uh, this week. He's got 48 more states to go and fight it out in, and uh, there's there's still a lot more that can be done even after that. So I think you're right. It is about spreading the message of liberty. Uh, The candidate, he's just the man who happens to be doing the speaking. If he wins, great. If he gets the nomination, super. If not, well, at least people like you, Christina, have been brought into this movement and uh, that's the, that is truly a, uh, a successful thing. Yeah, and it's like you know, I mean, there's just so many so many people out there, you know, that just you know, the Ron Paul campaign means nothing to them if they don't even understand the ideas or the concepts behind it. And right now, it's kind of like you know what? I just got started. In this I just got my feet wet. You know what? If Ron Paul wins, great. If he doesn't, you know what? I I just feel like you know. It would just be dumb, you know, just to quit right now, you know, after after feeling all that I do, you know, and I just kind of want to keep at it and encourage all those others, you know, just to keep at it, you know, and try to spread the message. I agree. Well, he's not going to get elected if everybody sits around, that's for sure. There you go, Christina. Yeah. Thanks for the call tonight. We appreciate hearing from you. All right. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to John in Salem, New Hampshire. John, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hi, guys. Hey, John. Hey John. What's on your mind uh, tonight? I appreciate that young lady's enthusiasm. Yeah, uh, you you can't let the uh, negative results get you down. I mean, 
Rome wasn't built in a day. Spreading liberty to 300 million Americans isn't going to happen after two primaries are over. So this is a long, hard road that we have here, but one worth uh, one worth traveling. Well, I've been I've been a little bit down with this, uh, and maybe the young people like this young lady that just called in will uh, inspire me to to re-energize. Uh, as you know, I, I recently joined the so-called new media uh, only three weeks ago. I've got like 15 videos up. Uh, eight, of, eight of them are Ron Paul related, just my sign activity kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to keep it real positive as far as my outgoing message. Internally, sometimes it's not that easy, but the young people's enthusiasm uh, works with for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit uh, infectious. As you, as you know, I plugged... Uh, free Talk Live on one of them. Uh, here's the amazing thing. I'm a guy who's not an Internet uh, guy, not a computer guy. Uh, I've got 15 videos up on there. Hmm. I've got one that's pushing 1,000 views uh, or two that are pushing 1,000 views. Uh, the one that, that I plug Free Talk Live on, uh, over 300 views. I don't know what it is. I think I'm finding a formula that folks might care to check in on. Eh. If do you it think, works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I John, don't do, do you think you're getting most of it. your? Uh, do you think you're getting most of your views because you're doing Ron Paul related stuff and you're putting Ron Paul in the keywords, and so you're picking up people that are looking for Ron Paul stuff? Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine that's a big part of it. But then there's also a difference. Why do? Why is there a thousand on almost a thousand on one and about three hundred, uh, oh, oh, just over three hundred on a couple? Uh, so, so it's not necessarily the Ron Paul thing. There's something else that's kind of, I, I think I'm trying to find a formula. I'm, I'm kind of messing around with this. My latest one, I only put it up a day ago, and it is uh, and it is Ron Paul related, and I used uh, first place in Richmond. By the way, Ron Paul came in first place in one town in New Hampshire. Yeah, he got like 30 plus percent of the vote. I think it was like 34 percent of the vote. Yeah, and I did it. I, I'm doing this thing where I'm 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 doing such low tech. It's I'm dealing with paper. I'm dealing with the newspaper mm-hmm. uh, results and and putting it on a paper map with uh, highlight pens uh, hmm. and doing this thing and and doing where uh, where did he come in first? Where did he come in second? Where but, did he but come? But you're in saying third? that that people are watching anyway, even though it's low tech. Well, yeah, statewide, statewide. Uh, the, the as far as the headline said, Ron Paul came in fifth. Well, there are ten counties in New Hampshire. Uh, five of those ten, he came in fourth, not fifth. And then, therefore, I don't know why people do you know the red and red blue map as we know on the national scale as we hear about it. Something when I moved to New Hampshire made me start to say, I need to take a closer look. I need to know what's happening in my city, in my county. In my town. Well, lucky for us now, there are you know internet resources where you can go to to get that information from. And uh, John, good luck and continued success with your uh, your YouTube channel. And thanks for the call tonight, sir. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I love it that people who don't really have any experience in media can just jump right in nowadays and start their own YouTube channel or start their own podcast with a very bare minimum investment in, in equipment. Uh, you don't have to have any sort of experience. You can just sort of learn as you go. And I, I think the obviously well-produced videos are always going to do better as sure. far as viewing. And some of them get to be you know, very viral. I mean, they, they enter the language they're so pervasive. 
Right. So, you know, the, the better the quality, certainly the better your odds. But I think that there's a level of of tolerance on YouTube for kind of cheap, quick and dirty video production. I think there's a there's a higher level of tolerance there as opposed to someone watching cable television or something like that. So you can get away with uh, the cheap and dirty route on YouTube. Well, for one thing, the video quality is a lot less than television. That's true. 800-259-9231. Uh, we continue here. Let's go on screen to the amp line. Who's this? You're on Free Talk Hi, Live. Ziggy. Ziggy in it's the Ziggy, UK. What's yeah, on your mind? Hi, um, right. Um, I need to talk to you tonight um, about a piece of legislation which came into force in Britain last year, which passed under everyone's radar and could actually be very, very dangerous. Um, the government um, managed to get a, bit, a new mental health bill passed which allows for the pre, uh, preempt um, detention of people with personality disorders. Uh-oh. Now, yeah, now there's a lot of contention of what a personality disorder is. It's basically a term applied to a cluster of symptoms. And who's to say in the future that psychiatrists don't, uh, don't turn around and say, oh, well, um, people who speak out against the government have a personality disorder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would uh, that would make sense. Insubordination disorder or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah, it, it, it is going that, it is going that way. Um, also, I wanted to say um, I listened to last night's podcast and boy, um, Ian, you sounded pissed. I was pretty um, pissed, man. Yeah, but it, it sounded good. It really did sound like so, at last someone is really impassioned by liberty. Well, you know the uh, these new disorder le- uh, pieces of legislation that are coming out in the UK and the US are are pretty disturbing. Over here, they're going to be preventing veterans from getting their hands on firearms. More on the way, Ziggy. Thanks for the calls. Free talk yeah, no live. Problem. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. It's a live Saturday show. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give away, enjoy those. Because, uh, again, those other radio talk shows want to charge you for where, uh, their websites. Ours is free. You can grab archives back for an entire year right there on the front page of the website. freetalklive.com. Dot com. Sound money is under attack. The Liberty Dollar offices were raided by the FBI and Secret Service on November 14th, and all of its, pre- uh, its precious metals, computers, and records were seized. Your help is urgently needed. Go to LibertyDollar.org and sign up for their updates and register for the lawsuit. Don't let the government steal your money and destroy the Liberty Dollar. Go to LibertyDollar.org as we continue with your phone calls here and talk to Dan in Texas. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live. Thank you for having me on your show. What's on your mind, Dan? Um... I'm really concerned about this thing coming up in May that's called the Real ID Act. Mm, yeah, you're you're most likely familiar with it and stuff. In fact, I was going to talk about it tonight. What did uh, what were your concerns? Well, my concern is 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 uh, I'm a disabled vet. Uh, you know, we all draw draw the government money. You know, Social Security, SSIs, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, low people and everything. If we do not take this card. This whatever it is, uh, I'm told that we can't enter federal buildings, we cannot enter banks or anything like that. So thus, you can't have anything, I guess, to do with your banking account and stuff. Hmm. So, you know, in the long run, you can buy, you know, food starting between now through May to last you as long as you can get. But what is a man to do? You know, my my question is is for probably the millions of Americans listening to your show tonight. What are people like me supposed to do 
once that comes around and if you don't take that card, you will not get your government benefits. You will not be able to go and do banking or anything. So, you know, what what's left for us? Now, there's rumors. I'm reading an article here from the Washington Post that says that this act has been prolonged until May of 2011. But uh, at this point, I, I would really like to hear what you've got to say about it, and uh, the show is yours. Thanks. Well, uh, now, I guess what you can do is obey, because that's no, what they I, want I, you to I do. I disagree um, entirely, because here's what's going to happen. What's going to happen is, if enough people disobey, and I think a lot of them will, 17 states have said that they... Um, you know, they're not interested in the real ID. They've passed laws against it. Yeah, but he's so, concerned about his checks. Understood. But um, if, if you know, the, I don't think the federal government's, um, you know, they're bluffing. Oh, I agree with you. I think they're bluffing, you know, when it comes to letting people ride on airplanes and that sort of thing. But what if they aren't bluffing when it comes to giving out the Social Security checks? I mean, you know they don't want to make those payments if they don't have to. And if they can say, well, you haven't gotten this real ID card, and so therefore we're just going to withhold payments from you, why wouldn't they do that, Mark? It's not um, like they have a PR, uh, you know, they, they don't to worry have, about. Uh, what do they need the the ID for to get, uh, you know, a Social Security check? I mean, if you have to go into a building, that's something different. But the check, I see. They don't need to see your ID for that. They're they're not going to send somebody out to your house for that. Well, uh, are well, you still there, Dan? Yes, most yeah. most Social Security now nowadays guys is direct deposit. Mm-hmm. So that goes into the banks. Well, again, you know, if you don't have this card, you don't have access to your banks, I guess. Well, maybe just to open up a bank account. I'm not sure about how well, all that's going to work. You have an ATM, work. right? Yes. Well, you can just use your ATM. I mean, you get 300 bucks a day out of your ATM. That should keep you going. I would imagine that restriction is only going to prohibit people from opening new bank accounts, but I, that was a restriction I had not heard about. I knew that they were going to be affecting federal buildings. I knew they would be affecting airports. I hadn't heard anything about banks. Uh, we'll get into some more detail on this here in a few moments. But, uh, I, of course, I agree with Mark that I, I'm all for civil disobedience, but then again, I'm not the one getting the check from the government, so I understand the position that you're in. And I understand how precarious that well, is. Well, give it a shot for uh, the first, you know, month or so, and and see how it goes. And um, if if you can't handle it, then you know, get your ID. Okay. As a religious man, I'm going to close out with this. I'm going to leave it to y'all. Let you see what you say. Preachers all across my town, I have spoke to them about this and say, is this the beginning act of taking the mark of the beast? Some preachers have said yes. Some preachers have said no. Those that said no said. As long as it's not in the hand or the forehead, <laughs> that it's not what the Bible was talking about. What do you guys think? I I don't know. I mean, it seems like um, if I believed in the mark of the beast, um, I that would be it would, it would concern me greatly. Well, now everyone's had federal numbering since you know the Social Security days, so it could be argued that, that was the mark of the beast. Only the second then. start, uh, the second step in it. You know, I mean, I don't think that they're going to just bring the the number. The, you can't bring the number of the beast out um, just in one fell swoop and say, "Okay, everybody gets a number." You have to get people lulled into to it, and I think that this would be another step on that path. And I, as a, an atheist, am not too concerned about the mark of the beast, but I am concerned about this real ID thing because it's a tremendous invasion of uh, privacy. The federal government doesn't have any business in knowing your biometric data and information and getting all that information compiled on you, I'm completely against. So regardless of whether or not there's any religious ties here, I think everybody, religious or non-religious, should be concerned about their freedom. And that's the number one issue. Dan, thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231.
All right, from the AP, here's the, the latest on Real ID. Millions of air travelers might find going through the airport security much more complicated starting this spring as the Bush administration heads toward a showdown with state governments over post-September 11th rules for new driver's licenses. By May, the dispute could leave millions of people unable to use their licenses to board planes, but privacy advocates called that a hollow threat by federal officials. And... It sounds hollow to me because we know from our listener, uh, one of our listeners who calls in frequently, Sam in Texas, he can fly without showing identification. So unless they're going to change that rule, which they might, uh, but unless they're going to change the rule that requires you to show ID to fly, then it really won't be that much of a a, a big hassle. I guess you get the secondary uh, search, but they'll still have to let you fly. Homeland Security Secretary Michael Chertoff, who is unveiling the final details of the Real ID Act, uh, this Friday, said that if states want their licenses to remain valid after May, those states must seek a waiver indicating they want more time to comply with the legislation. Chertoff said that for any state which doesn't seek such a waiver by May, residents of that state will have to use a passport or certain types of federal border crossing cards if they want to avoid a vigorous secondary screening at airport security. So you, you can get through, you just have to get secondary screened. Chertoff said, the last thing I want to do is punish citizens of a state who would love to have a real ID license but can't get one. In the end, the rule is the rule is passed by Congress. We're a nation of laws, you know. ACLU is the main critic of the plan. They called Chertoff's deadline a bluff and urged state governments to call him on it. They said, are they really prepared to shut those airports down? Which is what effectively would happen if residents of those states are going to have to go through secondary scrutiny. Now, just in case you don't know, secondary screening is where they take you aside, they pat you down, you have to put your arms out to the side, they got the wand. I mean, they really, they go pretty thorough in comparison to the normal level of security. The ACLU is claiming this is a scare tactic. So far, 17 states have passed legislation or resolutions objecting to the Real ID Act provision, many of them due to concerns it will cost them too much to comply. So if one of your, if you're living in a state one of these 17 states that's passed the anti-real ID legislation, it's probably not because they care about your freedom. It's because the federal government isn't passing on taxpayer dollars to the states to give them, you know, a few million dollars to implement this system. They're expecting the state governments to pony up their own taxpayer money uh, to to fund these things, and the state governments are, are upset about that. Yeah, well, it's not the state government's money. It's the uh, state taxpayers' money. Exactly. So that's what the main issue is here. But nonetheless, it is resulting in a bit of a... A controversy and a bit of a conflict between the states and the feds. We'll get a little bit more information on what's going to happen coming this May or what the feds are threatening. 800-259-9231. How do you feel about carrying a national ID? With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday program. You can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a wiki. Over 1,500 pages created by listeners just like you. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com to get interactive. That's wiki.freetalklive.com. How would you like to lose up to 25 pounds in just nine days without permanently changing your diet? Check out this amazing doctor-recommended product. Go to ftldiscount.com, read some real testimonials, find out how to order. That's ftldiscount.com. So we're talking about real ID. The federal government is once again blustering and blowing itself up like a puffer fish 
uh, to make the states real scared. Oh, be scared, because come May 2008, if you don't take our real ID card, we're not going to let you go into airports. We're not going to let you go into federal buildings. Well, we'll let you go into the airports, but you'll have to get a secondary screening, which means every single one of your state citizens will have to be secondarily screened, which, of course, is impossible. That's, it's impossible with the current uh, TSA system that we have now. There's just no way. There's no way that could ha- that could happen in any sort of a timely manner. I don't even think it's possible to do it with a large amount of people traveling in and out of airports on a regular basis. So the ACLU is basically saying to these uh, 17 states that have basically told the uh, the F they basically told the feds, you know, screw you. We're not going to do this real ID thing. You're not sending us money for it. And there is also the you know the whole privacy invasion, uh, national ID. That's kind of scary as well. So the ACLU is encouraging them to call the feds bluff. Maine officials said Friday they were unsure if their own state law even allows them to ask for a waiver. It certainly seems to be an effort by the federal government to create compliance with Real ID, whether states have an interest in doing so or not, said the spokesman for the Maine Secretary of State's office. The September 11th hijacks were the main motivation for the changes. Uh, the Homeland Security Department and other officials say the only way to ensure an ID is safe is to check it against a secure secure government data. Critics say, as the, such as the ACLU say that creates a system that's more likely to be infiltrated and have its personal data pilfered. We all know how miserable the federal government is when it comes to IT technology. Uh, they, the FBI for years was trying to implement a brand new computer program at the cost of $170 million, and they ended up just shelving the idea because they're so inefficient, so stupid, slow, and bureaucratic, they can't even get their email addresses straight over there. The Homeland Security Department and other officials... Uh, let's see, Congress passed the Real ID law in 2005, but the effort's been delayed by oppositions from states worried about the cost and civil libertarians rightfully upset about what they believe are invasions of privacy. Under the new rules, or under the rules announced Friday, Americans born after 1964 will have to get more secure driver's licenses in the next six years, over which time the new requirements will be gradually phased in. A key deadline would come in 2011 when federal authorities hope all states will be in compliance and the regulations won't take effect for all Americans until 2017. So, as usual, with the federal government, it's just hurry up and wait. Uh, even these programs that they'd love to shove down the state's throats take a decade to, uh, to put into play, at least. To make the plan more appealing to cost-conscious states, federal authorities drastically reduced the expected costs from $14.6 billion to $3.9 billion. So they wrote a new number. Apparently they did. A 73% decline, said Homeland Security officials. By 2014, anyone seeking to board an airplane or enter a federal building would have to present a real ID-compliant card, with the notable exception of those older than 50, said Homeland Security officials. Why do you think they're, they're making that uh, exception? Do they think that old people just have zero probability of being terrorists or something? I don't know. Is it more difficult to give them an ID? And None of these things make sense. Well, they claim the over-50 exemption was created to give states more time to get everyone new licenses, and officials say the risk of someone in that age group being a terrorist, illegal immigrant, or con artist is much less. By uh, 2017, even those over-50 must have a real ID-compliant card to board a, a plane. Uh, among other details of the plan, 
The traditional driver's license photograph would be taken at the beginning of the application instead of the end. So if someone's rejected for failure to prove identity and citizenship, the applicant's photo would be kept on file and checked if that person tried to con the system again. Hmm. Cards will have three layers of security measures but won't contain microchips as some had expected. States will be able to choose from a menu which security measures they will put in their cards. And as we all know, they don't mention it here, but the... Department of Homeland Security, the the head, Michael Chertoff, he's the one who's in charge of what is and what is not uh, going to be on these cards. He can at any time issue a new diktat that says, oh, now we need a retina scan. Right. It doesn't have to be passed through the Congress or anything like that. He just can decide that, uh, you know, we need a blood sample, whatever. Finally, after Social Security and immigration status checks become nationwide practice, officials plan to move on to more expansive uh, security checks. State DMV offices would be required to verify birth certificates, check with other states to ensure an applicant doesn't have more than one license, and check with the State Department to verify applicants who use passports to get a driver's license. So the security state continues to grow and fester and expand into as many different portions of our lives as they can possibly think up uh, as fast as they can do it, which is thankfully pretty slow because they are the government. But nonetheless, they've got grand plans for you and your freedom. I mean, if you think you even have freedom anymore. Yeah, your freedom annoys the bureaucrats. It sure does. They want they want to put up more hoops for you to jump through, more checks for you to have run on yourself, uh, more mandates. More more things to obey. That's just what that's what they want. Do you want this? Do you want any part of this? Are you somebody who's sitting out there listening to this saying, Yeah, that's what we need. We need national IDs. These state IDs aren't good enough. We need the federal government, the most inefficient bureaucracy you could possibly imagine. That's the bureaucracy that we need in charge. We need the Department of Homeland Security, the biggest one of the biggest federal bureaus in uh, the federal government's history. That's who we need to put in charge of identification in this country. Is there someone out there actually saying that to themselves right now? If so, I want to hear from you at 800-259-9231. You know, um, one of these uh, super secure IDs that they're talking about, once they, somebody does game the system, and they will game the system, then what? You know, then, they're, then they've got one of these super secret IDs, and everybody's going to trust that sure. it's true. Well, uh, you, you, of course they're going to gain the system. The hackers and the crackers out there, the techno geeks, the wizards, they know exactly what they're doing. They cracked um, Microsoft's Vista. This is a company that makes money simply by selling intellectual property. Yeah. They cracked that before it was released, people. Sure. The federal government cannot, cannot. I know you've read a lot of Tom Clancy novels where you thought that the federal government was efficient and they were, <laughs> uh, you know, they, they were good at uh, doing their jobs. They're not. They don't care. Right. Even though they have billions of dollars at their disposal, it doesn't mean that they can create an ironclad uh, techno-proof security system. The fact is, you're right. They uh, they crack Windows Vista. They crack pretty much every program that's released. They crack the DVD encryption process. I believe they've cracked HD DVD. I mean, they they crack everything. It's this is fun for them. And not only is it there, there's kind of like two categories. There's those who find it fun to crack security. Yep. And then there's those that are working in the black market, and there it's their job because it's their job to create fake security to create fake uh, identification cards and that sort of thing. The, look at the uh, the young people in America that go out and get fake IDs so they can go and buy liquor at bars. Well, there's a huge demand. 
There are all kinds of young people that would like to pretend like they're 21 or older. So there's a very large demand for these uh, for these. Sure, if you can cards. Sell, sell one of those young people, uh, you know, a, a good fake ID for a hundred bucks. Hey. Oh, I bet you it goes for more than that. You think so? I mean, I don't really know, but if it's if it's valuable in that somebody really really wants it, they're probably willing to pay a few hundred dollars for it. And so there's good money in it for you if you can figure out how to crack this security encryption stuff. They're going to knock it out. I mean, they're probably going to, like you said, they'll probably do it before it's even officially into all 50 states. It'll probably be cracked, and then uh, then the federal government will will make a big deal out of it. Oh, they've managed to crack our system. Now we just have to make it more ironclad. We have to make it more bulletproof. We have to put in more requirements, I don't more think the federal government will even uh, acknowledge release the information um, that they've been cracked. Well, that's certainly a possibility. But either way, this is coming soon, and the feds, they are pretty upset at the 17 state governments that have decided to not play ball with this real ID system. We'll uh, continue to monitor the situation as it develops, because, again, it's uh, coming to a head here this May. Odds are good the feds are going to put off their deadline again. They'll probably say, well, we're putting our foot down. We're going to mandate that all you states have this, but we're going to move it out to 2011. So we'll mandate it then. And then, of course, 2011 will come around. And no one will be any closer to, to implementing the system, and the feds will once again back off. Uh, but we'll find out what happens for sure, all in good time. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. Live Saturday edition of the program. Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give away if you like the show. Want to help support Free Talk Live? Go and buy some stuff at the Free Talk Live store. Head over to store.freetalklive.com. You'll find great Free Talk Live branded merchandise like T-shirts, hats. We've got hoodies, a variety of different options uh, to, to choose from in the hoodie category. Not only do we have two colors, but we also have a zipper. I think it's I think it's the pullover one that's two colors. The zippered one is only black. I don't have the store in front of me, so I'm going by memory here. Uh, but we've got yellow and black. We've also got zippered and pullover style. They're very nice, and I highly recommend you go and take a look. Store.freetalklive.com. There's that, free bumper stickers, DVD, classic archive collector sets, and more. That's store.freetalklive.com. Right into your phone calls. We talk to David in Montana, listening on KGEZ. Hello, David. Hey, yo, long live free talk in hey. USA. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, uh, this national ID card, Yeah, it's going to be right up the alley of the nationalistic pig bastards that want to put a fence around freedom. They're going to love it. This is what they want. Right. They want, they want people to get eminent domain dropped upon them so that they could put a fence on the imaginary line that they're freaking out about that that America is going to disappear. They don't understand. They think that America is out there somewhere. They don't understand that America lives in the hearts and minds of people and that America will never disappear. No matter how many lines we erase, no matter how many people come over here, America will never disappear because America is all about freedom. And these nationalistic pig bastards hate freedom because they're greedy and selfish, and, that, and that, that's what I'd like to say. <laughs> I, I don't like the, the. I'd like to say I'm greedy, selfish, and I love freedom. So it is possible to be greedy and selfish and love freedom as well. Well, I, I guess. Well, freedom. That's not being greedy and selfish. Freedom. I think that's an unalienable right given to us by our Creator, and that all men are created equal. That's the truth. 
It's not being greedy or selfish. So, Dave, I take it, uh, is is it safe to presume that uh, if Montana decides to adopt the real ID that you will refuse to, uh, to get one? Yeah, they're gonna, then then you starve, right? That's the, how they're going to do it. You know, they're going to trap you and stuff. You know, and that just like like kind of right now with uh, credit cards. You know, they would almost yeah. Me and my sister have arguments. She says you can't live without a credit card, and I don't own a credit card. Never did, never will. You know, and I could get along just fine. Somehow you live, but, huh? Huh? Somehow you live without one. Yeah, right. Now the store till, still takes cash, and that's good enough. Well, but I, that freaks people out, man. Well, when you I, pay I with cash? That out. Right now, the dentists don't like me because I'm dealing with cash and everything. Really? It. Yeah, you know, and they, I, it's, it's just crazy. You I've never had pay. anybody complain about cash. I've never had that happen to me. Usually well, they, they appreciate cash because they don't have to pay uh, the three percent on the credit card a lot of transaction. Times they're not set up for even taking cash with the places you go today. They don't have change. That is that, that can be the case. I, I have seen but situations it's, it's like that where crazy. they haven't this broken up in their change people, yet. These people that want the fence and the ID card, they don't understand that. Next, it's they they don't want the anchor babies. Next, they're gonna have to prove that they're a citizen. They're already they're starting have, that. That that's yeah. already happening now. Where These it's not required, but they they fall right into the trap. Yeah, they, they, they give up their freedom. Yep, and once for, it's gone, for, the federal government, the you know the iron curtain, nationalistic, antiquated way of thinking. Man. Dave, thanks for the call tonight, as always, sir. He, and he's absolutely right. I mean, the fact is, once they take one step. There's always going to be a next one. Right. The government makes a problem by taking a step, and then they have to solve that problem. And then they have to solve another. And then real ID is not going to be far enough. That's not going to be good enough. Once that once real ID is implemented fully, he's right. They're going to start checking. They're already talking about it. In the article we mentioned earlier, they're already talking about citizenship checks. You're going to have to, when you go and get a job... Your bi- the business that you're applying for a job at a, uh, you're applying at is going to have to run your information through some federal database to get approval to give you a job. So you're going to have to ask the federal government's permission to work in this so-called land of the free. Yeah, you're so going to have to ask their permission to travel by getting real ID. You're going to have to ask their permission to go to Mexico or Canada because you're going to need a passport for that now. That's starting this year. You're going to need a passport to get out of this country. You're going to have to ask their permission to travel. Before you know it, you're going to have to ask their permission to give birth. Before you know it, you're going to have to ask their permission to to eat fatty foods. You think I'm exaggerating? Give them time. We continue with your phone calls. Talk to Kayleen in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, Kayleen. Hello, you sexy guys. Hey, Hey. what's on your mind? Uh, Well, a few things. Um, First of all... um yeah, as um, I actually heard a, a radio thing, um, the DJs talking about um, thing about trans fats and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually preliminary legislation in the city of Boston banning trans fats. It's going to happen in more and more cities, and then yep. some states yeah, going to do yeah. it. California is going to do it. Are you talking about only in restaurants or from everywhere? No, all of the whole state. Oh wow. Whole state. That's taking I mean, it to the next city. level. I'm sorry, the whole city. But but, but anyway. you, you so you couldn't go and buy margarine in the grocery store. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's preliminary. They're working on legislation to ban trans fats. But you you mean all across the board, restaurants, grocery stores, yeah. anywhere? Yep. Wow. 
Because they did it in, uh, was it New York? Didn't New York make it so no restaurants. restaurants can do trans yeah. fat? So, yeah, so Massachusetts, so. the entire state, that was just New York City. So now the entire yeah, well, state of Massachusetts is, is really Boston. upping the ante there. Which, um, I don't live in Mass anymore. Thank God. <laughs> uh, moved to New Hampshire finally. Excellent. Beautiful town of Exeter. Welcome. But actually, that's not what I called about. Um, I called to talk about um, our move to New Hampshire and how happy we are that we live here. Me and Matthew. And, um, oh, talking about the uh, national ID thing Mm -hmm. um, and and being born after 1964. Yeah. Good thing I was born in 1962 because, uh, you know. I may not have to get one, but uh, <laughs> well, you won't, you'll have to. You'll be in the uh, the bottom tier know, where you don't have to do it as the fast. Whole, the whole the whole idea is just so insane. And um, you know, my my father turns eighty in March, and you know, he blew up a whole city a year ago. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Apparently, he's, it's, they're not that dangerous over uh, yeah, fifty or yeah. whatever. Yeah, my father lives in a small town in Idaho. So, like, you know, how dangerous can he be? Yeah. How old is Osama but, um, bin Laden? Oh, yeah, yeah. How old is he? Excellent question. He's got he's like plenty of gray hair. He's 117 years old, right? Yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't look like a spring chicken. I mean, I don't think he's in his early 30s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, Osama um, bin Laden doesn't need a real ID. And um, you guys have been to Exeter, of course, I'm sure. I don't know. I, I don't get over to the eastern uh, portion of the state I've too often. I've been through it. So now, did you, did you go to the Liberty Forum? Because I didn't see you there. Did you guys go? Um, no, we didn't go. Okay. No. But we will definitely go to Port Fest. Okay, cool. And, uh, well, we'll see you, you there. You're going to be there, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations on your move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, as part of the first 1,000, the first 1,000 activists moving into New Hampshire in order to get active for freedom and liberty because now is the time, more so than ever, uh, to, to, uh, to achieve liberty in our lifetimes. Why wait? Kayleen, thanks for the call. Right. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Lou in Florida, listening on WFTL. Hey, Lou. Yes, how you doing? Great. Great, What's on your mind? I enjoy, first of all, I enjoy that guy Dave from Montana. Oh, he's fun. Get him to say, yo, Adrian. (laughs) Just like Sylvester You're you're not the first one to identify that, uh, Dave. Yo, Adrian. Get him to say that. Uh, What I want to say is the last caller from Massachusetts. Unfortunately, most of the people moving up there are liberal Democrats. And it seems that because of the open borders in New Hampshire, this state is getting swamped by Democrats. Which one? I was, uh, looking, I was you... looking at the returns, and it seems that the Democrats outnumber Republicans now there about two to one. Is that true? In New Hampshire? Yeah, and do you think that I, it, it's it's looking two to one is the not exactly right, but it's probably like forty sixty. No, the open borders, you're allowing all those liberals from Massachusetts to move up. <laughs> Do you think we should put up, put up a fence? <laughs> yeah, you should put up a fence and save the state. Otherwise, you're going to be overrun by Democrats. You know, I used to say that when I lived in Florida. I wanted to keep all those people that were, um, well, let's see, my parents moved down in 62. So I wanted to keep from? anybody who um, hadn't lived in Florida before 1962 out. But, no, but they just but kept on coming, Lou. Wouldn't no, you move to Florida? The, if you don't put a fence up around New Hampshire... Pretty soon you're going to be Massachusetts North. Well, it's it's kind of that way already. The uh, the mass holes, as they're called, have been moving in for decades to this state, and they've been bringing their big government politics with them, which is so one of the reasons migration, why. So you admit, though, that the migration of people from another state or another culture affects the culture of where you live. Yeah, it affects the voting. It yeah. definitely affects the state. That's fine. It affects the voting. Okay, Lou. 
That's hey, fine. We can handle it. I think I'm going to go eat a pizza and maybe some Chinese food, too. <laughs> Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. Hour 2 is on the way. Peter in New York, your calls as well about whatever you want. And we'll take you to a Ron Paul rally, which unfortunately was a bit of a disappointment for someone coming up. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into hour number two of the live Saturday edition of the show. Toll-free number. You can take control of the airwaves. is 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. That would be the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features we give away. So enjoy those on us. Uh, once again, that's freetalklive.com. Go right into your phone calls. Peter in New York. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Peter. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind, sir? Okay, so um, a bunch of folks and myself from our meetup group, our Ron Paul meetup group here in New York, um, took the initiative to become precinct captains. Um, And I don't know if you're familiar with that program that Ron Paul has going right now, but they're encouraging um, supporters to sign up as precinct captains. Uh, to basically get out the vote in their particular precinct throughout the country. That's a fine and idea. I think they've got over 5,000 signed up the last time I looked, and that was sometime this morning or yesterday. They're trying to get right. 180,000, right? Right, and they're trying to get it to go viral, and it seems to be working so far, and that's great. Um, but I have I have a concern, and I'll give you the reason why. Okay. Um, we, we're taking the initiative here in New York, and we're up against a lot here because of the Giuliani machine, so, you know, we're not expecting to uh, do, you know, overwhelmingly well in the primary, but we want to show double digits if we can. Okay. Um, and uh, the concern is that uh, we basically took the initiative to launch a three-week blitz before the February 5th primary, which is Super Tuesday coming up. Um, and, you know, we realized that the Ron Paul campaign is grassroots, and we said, you know what, we have to take the initiative uh, to get the signage, to get the word out, to get organized, and that's the way that Ron Paul wants the campaign run. He doesn't want it to be top-down. Right. Um, but the problem is it gets to a certain point where, you know, when you seek advice from headquarters and you need a little push in the right direction and you want to know if there's any support or resources available, these people are very hard to contact, Ian. I mean, I, I called the campaign today, um, and technically there's supposed to be a New York State coordinator mm-hmm. uh, that's supposed to be of assistance to, uh, uh, to precinct captains, and they don't even have a coordinator anymore, um, and they didn't know who to point me to. So mm. the point is, you know, we've contributed $20 million last quarter. Um, where is that money going? Do you think that they're sitting on it um, to invest that into a possible third-party candidacy in the future? Um, you know, I haven't seen any TV ads. I haven't heard many radio ads other than on, you know, GCN and We the People Radio. So, you know, the question to you guys is, you know, do you think that they're doing, they're, they're using their money wisely? Um, I have and- no idea how they're spending their money. Uh, I know that I, I, there were certainly a number of radio ads being run here in New Hampshire. They were certainly buying airtime on television 
uh, here. So I presume they're placing their money wherever the next primaries are going to be. Was it Michigan's got one coming up? Is that right, as I understand it? Right. So Tuesday. I imagine there are probably there's probably some heavy ad buys going on in Michigan. But Mark, uh, Mark has experienced similar difficulties getting in touch with their media person at the campaign. It may simply be that the campaign is so small, you know, the staff is so minimal that they're overwhelmed by phone calls, that they're overwhelmed by input. And, uh, right. Perhaps that's just uh, one of the unfortunate things that's happening, and I, I guess the only way to solve that would be to hire on a bunch more campaign staff, but maybe that's something they're, they're not really interested in doing for whatever reason. I, I can't comment. I'm not part of the campaign, so I don't know, and I can certainly understand that a communication breakdown uh, can, can be pretty frustrating. Yeah, and, and you know, case in point, I mean, uh, one, of our, one of our precinct captains has waited two and a half weeks to receive supplies that she paid for. From the campaign? So, yeah, yeah. So it's not like we're not willing to spend our own money here and yeah. to, you know, to invest in, in the message. Mm. You know, it's just that, look, we're precinct captains. We need these materials, guys. Can you get them to us? And there's really nobody to contact there. And I understand you guys are independent in the campaign. I just wanted to see if you had heard similar um, complaints from people in New This Hampshire. is the first I've heard. Uh, I yeah. would say that maybe if you want to buy some some merchandise like yard signs and that sort of thing, perhaps you should go uh, through the alternative sources, through the, the more market-based sources like, uh, what is it, ronpaulstuff.com, Mark? They've got some things. Okay, they do. Good. So maybe go through those guys if the campaign's just not on the ball enough, because there are a bunch yeah. of other people out there that are selling Ron Paul merchandise independently of the campaign. Right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Very good, and good luck. Let us know if you ever get any breakthroughs there and if they uh, get their act together. Thanks for the call, dude, okay. and good luck. 800-259-9231. I don't know what else to tell you. I think that it's probably they're just overwhelmed. I think that's probably what it is. And and I guess that's a good problem to have, whereas with the Libertarian... Too many, too many people clamoring for your stuff is, is generally a good problem to have. Right. Uh, whereas with Libertarian campaigns of the past... They were drooling if you called and you were a media outlet or something, you wanted to interview them. Uh, I think Ron Paul, he really has to pick and choose as far as his his opportunities, where he's going to go, what he's going to do, which interviews. Uh, He's got enough of them to where he can be choosy. And again, that's a good problem to have, to have so much media knocking at your door to where you can say, well, sorry, we just don't have time for you. I mean, it's not what you want to do necessarily, but you only have so many hours in the day. Again, I can't make any excuses. Um, If anybody out there is listening who's officially a member of the Ron Paul campaign and can speak to what uh, what our caller uh, Peter was saying, would love to hear from you at 800-259-9231. So speaking of the Ron Paul campaign, got an email in from one of our listeners who went to hear uh, apparently G. Edward Griffin speak. He's he's one of the guys that wrote, um, what is it? The creature, creature from, from Jekyll, Jekyll Island, Island. Yeah. which is a book about the creation of the Federal Reserve and the monetary system in this country. He said, I heard he was in town in a message to my Ron Paul meetup group. I have two observations, what he spoke about and what kind of people attended. The points I recall are these. He talked about the housing market and how inflation is masking how bad it really is. He told us about his research and uh, to Carol Quigley's plan to create a one-party system that appears to be two parties. He told us that electronic voting machines were built to be hacked. And he told us that debt cancellation programs are bad. I happen to disagree with him greatly on this point, says Dustin, our emailer. But more importantly, I observed the crowd. The good news, of the roughly 100 people in the room, I'm sure all of them will vote for Ron Paul for their own reasons. Almost every car in the parking lot had Ron Paul bumper stickers. However, I'm so very glad that I didn't take anyone with me. 
It would have been a disaster if I had tried to use that venue to introduce someone to the message of Ron Paul. Including me, there couldn't have been ten of what we would call normal people. <laughs> the event organizer spent a full 30 minutes telling us every nut-job conspiracy theory I've ever heard, and several I couldn't have imagined. Underground bases, chemtrails, child remote viewers, twin towers inside job, RFID implant, uh, implants, and so on. I looked around and saw the epitome of people you'd go out of your way to avoid in public. If you saw these people in a supermarket aisle, you'd casually turn your cart around and go the other way. <laughs> these people believe everything they hear on Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie. Many have bad hygiene, dress terribly, and have odd social behavior. I'm not saying they aren't nice, good, intelligent people, and I'm glad to have their vote for Ron Paul. I spoke to many of them and found them to be pleasant, but... I left that night deeply concerned about the image of the Liberty Movement. You had a caller complain about this problem at a concert fundraiser for Ron Paul, and now I have to wonder if this is a widespread problem. Getting average non-political people interested in Liberty or Ron Paul is hard enough. You'd lose normal people after one minute in that room last night. Now I know why the conspiracy question was used in the YouTube debate. I want to warn anybody considering inviting friends to Ron Paul events to do your homework first. Be wary of the non-liberty messages being associated with Ron Paul. And uh, we've certainly seen some of these truthers hanging around the Ron Paul movement, and one could make the argument that the presence of the truthers is doing more harm than good. Well, one could make that argument. They want liberty, too, and I, you know, every party has their same folks. Well, there's uh, going to be crackpots everywhere, that's true. You know, the uh, uh, the Democrats have to deal with the uh, lefty greenies uh, sorts that, uh, you know, want us all to uh, live in caves and want to do away with the combustion engine because it's causing global warming. You know, and uh, the Republicans, well, I'm not really coming up with the Republican nut jobs off the top of my head, but uh, I suppose you could call the uh, white supremacists that sort. Yeah, I think yeah, that, that'd be a safe one. 800-259-9231. So I bring it up, not because that was particularly a Ron Paul event, but it was certainly an event that obviously attracted a number of people that were supporting Ron Paul. And, and this guy was kind of uncomfortable. And from some of his past emails, he's kind of an open, he's a pretty open-minded dude. And even he was a little uh, put off by the, the, uh, the type of people that were attending that event. So I don't know what the, the makeup of most Ron Paul-related events is. I presume it's a little bit better because that was, again, G. Edward Griffin, more of a uh, sort of Federal Reserve conspiracy show than anything else. But nonetheless, I think he uh, his words bear paying attention to, and that is be careful what events you bring people to, especially if it's their first time introducing them to Ron Paul. More than one. Talk Live. It's your show, and you can take control of the airwaves. This live Saturday edition, toll-free number, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Get signed up for the updates. Whenever there's something fresh to announce about the show, you'll know first. If you're on the list, go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on it for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. The Republican Liberty Caucus welcomes new members in the pursuit of individual rights, limited government, and free enterprise principles, all within the GOP. Visit rlc.org and click Join Us Today. We'll find liberty together. That's rlc.org. Let's go to the email box, shall we? And then coming up later, Mark, you've got a story about jury selection that went a little out of control. We'll explain here in a few uh, few moments. But first, from Eric. He says, you took on a boy on immigration. Now let's see you stand up to a man. 
Not sure I listened to your show a few weeks back and heard you making fun of a patriotic boy who wrote a very well thought out email on the subject of immigration. Shame on you. Never mind my opinion on your show and its chaotic nature, and never mind that I think you would n- that you too would not know freedom if Abe Lincoln himself wrote a special emancipation proclamation just for you. Well, um, I'm not I'm not I'm not real certain that Abe Lincoln's very in, was very interested in freedom. No, um, you know, <laughs> the Emancipation Proclamation didn't free any slaves in any Union states. Right. You know that that's kind of funny too. That uh, you know he didn't bother to free the slaves in the United States of America, just in the uh, foreign country he was attacking, the Confederate States of America. So what he's referring to There were four states, by the way, that still allowed slavery in the Union at that time. Right. What he's referring to here is an email we got a while back from a young man who... uh, The only reason we knew he was young is because he specified that, and he was making the same old points about immigration, and we rebutted them and kind of had a good time with it on the air, and he's upset because we picked on a kid. Well, he didn't have to email the show. You email the show, and there's a chance you're going to get read on the air. That's just a fact. Anyway, he goes on. He says, you guys are always talking about economics. Well, I studied a little economics at Logos Christian College, Why are friends. you doing the accent? I don't know. He's, he's anti-immigration. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, better to have an accent than not. Otherwise, it's confusing as to who's me and who's not me. Anyway, back right. to the email. Okay, I so the accent to, to differentiate, differentiate between you the emailer, and the emailer. Email, yeah. Okay. At the Logos Christian College, my friend. So let me help you out a little. The illegals are destroying our economy, and they're doing it in three ways. Number one, they're taking our jobs. How can anyone deny this? Some of you atheist types say they improve the economy by picking uh, fruit at lower wages and that savings is passed to the consumers. But if the consumers are unemployed, how can they afford to buy the fruit even if it is cheaper? Well, um, first off, uh, you're using the wrong words here. You don't own a job unless you are an employer it's your job if you employ someone now the job that you may work at if and an, an immigrant em- can't come and take that job from you right. if it's your job i i am an em- as the employer I, I have my own business if i decide that i'm going to employ someone that person is working my job mm-hmm. i'm paying them to do it you've chosen that right if i decide to fire that person and hire another person to do it that's because it's my job not mm-hmm. their job so that's you know, it, it's it's a misnomer. It's not. Yeah. They're taking our jobs. They're they're working at jobs that uh, likely you wouldn't want to work at, and fact, certainly not for the pay that you would want to work at it. The fact is, there are. We read an an article recently that pointed out there are onions rotting in the fields in Texas because the immigration crackdowns have resulted in a a lack of potential job holders. Where and, are the Americans that want right. to pick those onions? Where, Where are, are they? they? The well, jobs you, are there. Americans want to pick those onions, but they want to get paid $40,000 a year and have dental and uh, optical benefits to go with it. You know, if you're unemployed, that's your fault. Go and get a job. It's not like they aren't out there. Please don't b- pretend like there are no jobs. I can't stand it when people do that. Oh, I can't find work. Oh, I can't. I just can't. Well, you don't want to. It's that you can't find work in a field you might want to work in. Right. That's Not doing possible. what you want to do. Right. That That's always a little more tricky than just finding work. I could go out tomorrow and get a job if I wanted to at McDonald's or Walmart or wherever. Great places to work, mind you. Right. And many of them promote from within and uh, and all that. So don't complain if you're out of a job. It's your fault. 
It's not someone else's fault. It's not, you know, high school kids coming up and getting your jobs. It's not the immigrants coming in and getting your jobs. It's not old people reentering the workforce. It's you not going out and just taking something. So don't complain to me. Anyway, he right, goes you on. Know, what if, um, for some reason, we had a new baby boom in this country? I don't know why we would have that, but let's let's assume the white people, instead of uh, trying to move up on the economic scale, decided that they wanted to have a bunch of children instead. Yeah. Would those children be stealing your jobs? Right. How has that happened, Marco? Now, let's think about this for a moment. How has it happened that the population has exploded the way it has? Because the United States didn't have 300 million people living it 100 years ago, right? I don't know what the population was 100 years ago, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't 300 million. In fact, I'd be curious to see exactly how much it's gone up in the last 100 years. But if the supply of jobs is finite, as these anti-immigration zealots would have you believe, then why is it that a fourth of the country isn't out of a job? Because, well, people kept having babies, and so those babies grew up and they filled jobs, and wouldn't that mean the job supply would run out at some point? Oh, wait, that doesn't happen because it's bad economics. Because the fact is, as new people come into the economy, new Demand is created as new supply is created, and therefore new jobs, presuming you have a healthy economy with little regulation, new jobs are easily created to supply those people with uh, with work. Right. You know, the fact is, economic, uh, economists say that, in fact, it's the immigrants that are booing our economy, that we would be sitting in a uh, repression, recession right now, which we may very well have entered one uh, this month, but... We may we would be sitting in a recession right now if it wasn't for the immigrants in here booing our economy. When those immigrants come, they eat food, they sleep someplace, they they get entertainment, they you know they buy and they sell things. Sure, some of them send money back home, but so what? They're still spending a great deal of their paychecks here just to live. So again, just all a lot of this anti-immigration fervor in this country is based out of ignorance. It's based out of ignorance of economics. Uh, the the fact is, people coming here is a good thing. We want people coming here. We want them taking jobs that are undesirable. And they want to move up. They don't want to stay in these jobs forever. They want to move up. And once they move up, that job's open for somebody else to come in and, and, uh, and take. So just it's just utter ignorance. We'd love to hear from you on this at 800-259-9231. He also complains. The emailer goes back. He says, well, number two. Again, he claims this, this is how they're destroying our economy, Mark. Number two, they don't pay taxes. That's all I have to say about that. Well, a, a great deal of them do pay taxes. In fact, they have fake Social Security numbers so that they can work at jobs where they pay taxes. And they can't file for anything back, so they, they get their full withholding. Likely they don't know how to fill out a W-2, so they get a zero put in. Mm-hmm. So they have the largest amount of withholding taken, and they never get any of it back. If you knew, uh, if you even looked into this subject, sir, I, I don't know what the emailer's name Eric. is. Eric, then you would know that, in fact, there's millions of dollars left, I don't even know, um, you know, the, the quantity, the millions of dollars left unclaimed by illegals every year. And people paying taxes doesn't help the economy. He's claiming this is one of the reasons they're destroying the economy, allegedly. Paying taxes doesn't help the economy. That hurts the economy. So the fact that you pay taxes, Eric, actually harms the economy. That money would be doing better in your pocket with you deciding how to spend it, with you deciding how to save it, how to give it away, with you making the decisions. It's spent better with millions of Americans making the decisions. It's spent millions of times better than government. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. 
Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can take control of the airwaves in this live Saturday edition toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features we give away. Enjoy those, including the live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version as well, both waiting for you for free at freetalklive.com. So enjoy those on us. Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. It's your only choice for more personal freedom and smaller, less intrusive government. To learn more about joining the Second American Revolution, go to freestateproject.org. That is freestateproject.org. In the midst of an email here, we'll get to your phone calls uh, shortly, but in the midst of an email from Eric, who's upset, he says the illegals are destroying our economy. And they're doing it three ways. He said they're taking our jobs, which is, of course, nonsense, as we, I think, pretty effectively rebutted. The fact is there's no finite supply of jobs. The more people coming into the economy, the healthier it is. In fact, Mark, uh, any economist worth his salt will tell you that in a relatively unregulated marketplace, there are always more jobs than there are people to fill them. That's just how it works. You can drive down the road and see the places hiring. Uh, I'm not saying they're the best jobs in the world. But, hell, that's one of the reasons why I think that we should allow people into this country, free people, to move freely across free borders in a free country. Doesn't that make sense? It makes sense to me. Number two, he says they don't pay taxes. He's very upset about that. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, you said, Mark, that uh, many of them do pay taxes, and they pay taxes without ever expecting benefits down the line because they're illegal and they can't get them. Uh, But even the ones that don't pay taxes, this really belies a common mentality that you see amongst Americans, and that is that, hey, so-and-so's not paying as as many taxes as I am. That's not fair. Doesn't matter if he's illegal or not. My next door neighbor's not paying as many taxes as I am. That's not fair. Well, you know, it, you should tax everybody as much as they tax everybody else. Somehow or another, it's you know, it, it makes sense to them that uh, well, I pay a certain amount to this leech that we call a government. Uh, well, why in the world shouldn't those people? Well, right. you know, we don't all benefit from the government. Um, now, the government does give benefits. I, I'm not going to say that there are no benefits to the government. I'm just going to say that they're extraordinarily inefficient benefits. That the free marketplace, no matter what, could give all these benefits to us in a much more efficient fashion. Absolutely the case, and it's a it's kind of a abuse mentality where if you've been abused, you want everybody else to be abused as much as you've been abused. That's not really how you should think about taxes. If someone can manage to get away without paying taxes, you should cheer them on. You should ask them what their secret is. You should join them. You should also uh, not pay those taxes. You shouldn't encourage the uh, government to go and prosecute them. You shouldn't go and snitch on your neighbor if you find out that your neighbor's found a, uh, found a way around taxes. You should learn from him and try to apply that in your life so you can keep as much money in your pocket as possible cut this abuse mentality out and uh, start working towards freedom number three he says they're mailing and wiring money out of the country our country's actually getting poorer because they're working tax-free and then sending that untaxed money to mexico well so well hold on wait 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 Uh, incorrect to some extent people from mexico buy things uh from the united states so we're getting money back now i'm not saying that there's not some kind of disparity there but 
just just to be clear, not every dollar that goes to some um, you know the, the, some peasants in Mexico doesn't come back in some way or another to this economy. I mean, the economy's broad in in scope. You can't just say it's well, a just global because, economy, right? Just because somebody spent some, sent some money across the border that it doesn't make its way back here, because those peasants spend money on things, and then you know well, some business can... owner uh, gets that money, and then that business owner buys something some you know ma- something manufactured in the United States to run his business, that kind of thing. Secondly. But but there is probably a disparity with Mexico. It's it's a burgeoning economy. No no doubt they're going to uh you know need money there to get things going. But every time you go to Walmart, Eric, likely you do if you're like most Americans. Well, you buy something that was made in China. Then you're sending money overseas to China. Aren't you just as bad as the Mexican? How is it that we've survived so long, Mark, sending all this money overseas to China? In this, how, how come we're not living in a third world nation as a result of well, sending all when, this money when overseas? You bu- when you buy something, you get some wealth. You've traded $5 for a $5 piece of crap that you want, right? That you bought at Walmart, correct? Well, it, may, it may not be a piece of crap. It might be something decent. It may very well, but um, you, you bought something. I don't appreciate you suggesting that all Chinese-made products are crap. That's not true. Not all of them are, but uh, you know, if you, usually if you want something that's going to last longer, you would buy a higher-end item, and a lot of those higher-end items are made in the United States. It's the Fair only enough. way we can compete now as far as manufacturing goes. Fair enough. Um, it used to be you could buy regular pieces of crap here in America, too. But um, either way, so you buy $5, you buy, you buy an item that's worth $5. You now possess an item that's worth $5. Mm-hmm. You didn't lose $5, you just changed its... Uh, form now likely you can't sell that item for five dollars um, exchange it but hopefully you're getting the use that you were wanting out of it if you've made a good purchase so you don't just it just doesn't go away right uh so when the money goes down to mexico even if it all stays there for that time being let's say you know you send it to your poor mom down in mexico and she takes that money in to buy some food for herself or whatever it is she's going to buy uh, to sustain her life, well, that money goes out to the food suppliers, and that goes, you know, trickles down into other areas, and those people might be investing back in America, or if it's going to help the uh, the Mexican economy maybe get a little bit better, that would be a good thing, because they'll manufacture more products and send them up here. It, it, you're right. The, mo- the money just doesn't disappear when it leaves the U.S. border. And even if it did all stay in, in Mexico, and we could somehow prove that it all stayed down there, is his proposal going to be that we stop people sending money out of this country? Or is it only that we're going to stop them from sending money to Mexico? Because what if I'm Italian and I want to send money to my Italian grandmother who's, you know, living hand to mouth over in Italy because she didn't save for, uh, for her retirement? Should I be prevented from doing that because it's sending money out of America? Should everybody else with relatives and family in, in other countries around the world be prevented from buying their friends and family members gifts or sending them cash, sending them Western Union if they're having a tough time? Is that what we want? Is that what this guy's proposing? Not in a free country. Well, he's got some proposals. We're going to get to those. He says, I propose a series of radical laws that you liberal whiners will find crazy. Wait, I'm a liberal, liberal now? now, Mark. When did I get to be a liberal? I don't feel like a liberal. Well, see, you're a liberal when they I, say you are. I'm a dues-paid member of the Republican Liberty Caucus. I don't think I'm a liberal. I may be That's interested... the liberal whiner wing of the Republicans. I, I may be interested in liberty, but, you know, if, if I'm interested in liberty, sir, what are you interested in? Well, here's what he wants. <laughs> Number one, we need to put signs along the border in Spanish that say, warning, you will be shot if you attempt to enter our country. Ah, good. Another one that wants to kill people that uh, cross the border. You know, free people endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights wants to shoot them for crossing an imaginary line in the sand. 
and, and you know, this is another guy that's going to think that it's a great idea to build a boat, you know, some giant wall with uh, mm-hmm. infrared tracking machine guns and border ninjas. Number two, we need to put up guard towers with sniper rifles and actually shoot them if they try to cross the border. The last part was all in caps. Number three, we need to give amnesty to all illegals currently here. Yes, I said amnesty. Why? So we can start getting their tax money, and they can stop being sponges on society. You know, to some extent, I agree with what he's saying here. Now, I don't agree with taxes, but I do agree that they, um, that people that you know come across the border that are here should be treated equally, just like us. They should come out from. They should be able to come out from the shadows. That much. That much is true. Number four, he says, this one's very important. We need to crack down on Mexicans mailing money home and sending it by Western Union. So, again, he only wants to crack down on Mexicans. So he has no right. principles. Now, here's, he has nothing consistent just to stand to be, on. Just to be clear, um, this is one of the reasons why people on our side of the fence, and there's may, maybe 20% of the nation, that, that's a number I, I, I've seen. Is that if you take the poll numbers, that uh, 80% believe that the illegals should go home or whatever, mm-hmm. and 20% believe that they should be able to stay. Um, and so we're definitely in the minority. That's a vast, huge minority. But that's... Why people on our side of the fence call people on that side of the fence bigots because of statements like that. Could you right. reread it for me? I've got to crack down on Mexicans mailing money home and sending it home by Western Union. Yeah. <laughs> Immigration problem solved. What am I supposed Eric. to do with that? Well, he's got nothing. He, he has no consistency whatsoever. He, he claims that the objection is that people, Mexicans, people are sending money out of this country to Mexico, which would mean that he should object to people sending money out of this country, period, but he doesn't. He only has a problem with it going to Mexico, so it's quite clear he's a bigot and a scumbag. Thanks uh, for the email, Eric. 800-259-9231. Always enjoy. That's why we handle a real man. Yeah, that's how we yes. handle a real, real American. I always enjoy opposing viewpoints on this program, so if you want to get on the phones and oppose us, by all means. This is a good one to get us on. Oh, yeah. 800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. It is the live Saturday edition. Bring up whatever is on your mind. Toll free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Inviting you to our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, we give them away. You like the show? Want to help support Free Talk Live? Well... We invite you to become a Free Talk Live amplifier. Stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote, and the idea is you send in three bucks a month to the show. We take that money in, turn it around, and reinvest it into the program, getting on more radio stations around the country, thereby spreading the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible. And you get perks, too. You get access to the AMP-only call-in line, the AMP-only chat room and forum. All the details are there at amp.freetalklive.com. That's, once again, amp.freetalklive.com. Before we move on with your phone calls, I figured, Mark, since we were sort of talking about the immigration issue, we should probably propose the solution. You, you did mention that you wanted open borders, but that can scare a lot of people, and the reason why... Right, just is, by itself, open borders is a bad idea. Right. The, the main objection, the main reason immigration is a problem is because of welfare. So we propose getting rid of the welfare state entirely. Turning it over to private charities, private organizations, people that actually care, people that are that are really going to take care take care of the people that are in need of help. So get the government out of wealth redistribution. Get rid of these welfare programs, and then there won't be an incentive. 
for a lazy kind of immigrant to come here. Then all of the immigrants that come here are going to be the ones that want to work, make a better life for themselves. And isn't that what you want? At least if you're not a bigot, isn't that what you want? I mean, who can complain about that? Somebody who wants to come to this country, make a better life for themselves? Exactly. Without all the rigmarole that the government puts them through, thousands and thousands of dollars in um, fees to the their immigration service. Plus, you probably have to get a lawyer in order to, to muddle through it. No wonder people would rather swim the Rio Grande than climb the mountain yep. of paperwork. So the pro-freedom proposal is end welfare, open the borders. If you've got an objection to that, would love to hear from you. 800-259-9231. I think that uh, one could make th- – that's the pro-freedom choice. I think that there's yeah. a small step in the direction um, of you know sort of government control that we could make, which is perhaps uh, you know some some kind of quarantine system at the border um, where you know people that make people to come across to make sure that somebody doesn't have some kind of awful lethal disease that they're coming into the country with. Not to say that it would actually make sure, but to some extent it might catch some people that have Yeah, I'm not too concerned about that. I'll let the marketplace deal with communicable uh, communicable diseases. There would be a there you know, there would be a lot of news stories about uh, this actually happening if it was the case. Now, there's a lot of rumors, but I don't see any news. All right, let's go to your phone calls and talk to Bill in Florida listening on WFTL. Hello Bill. Hey. Hey, what's on your hey, mind? Hey, how are you? Great. What's up? Not much. Listen, what I wanted to basically say was, and thank you for taking my call, is that um, I live in Florida. Um, I live in Miami specifically. We have a massive problem with people who come from a South American country, let's say, or Mexico, wherever, and a tourist visa or however they get here, and they bring their kids, and boom, one, two, three. You got two or three kids that are uh, enrolled in Dade County Public Schools. Each one is maybe six, seven thousand dollars a pop, and right. people have no. You know, record at all paying taxes. Oh yeah, I, uh, I totally understand. Up. That's why I'm saying we need to get rid of welfare well, and government education absolutely. is welfare. Absolutely right. It, it, you know. well, well, one second. On that score, on that score, let me just say this: there, it, it, there, it, it's something that basically exists. We've had it for a long, long time. But my concern is this: we've got people who have been here paying taxes a hell of a long time. We have about two million people in prison in the United States. What about them? Life is just, let me tell you something what happens. They come out of prison, they try to get a job, they find out the foreman is some Mexican guy that hires his buddies. Uh, I think it's a total ripoff. Immigration, you know how it used to be, guys? Back in the 80s, you could get a job at a meatpacking plant, maybe making 15, 20 bucks an hour, and now the same jobs are paying 8 or $9 an hour. Hey, competition, um, man. That's how it works. If there's people that are looking for jobs in that industry, inevitably the prices are going to light, the wages are going to lower. Ten years ago, is, ten years ago, wait. Before you go on, ten years ago, used, uh, a computer used to be two thousand dollars. Now it's five hundred bucks. I mean, yes. Yeah, but there's a big, big difference in that, guys, because no, you're doing no, not about really. the same work. The same work. Look, here's what's happening. It's, it's actually the computers um, now are better than they were uh, ten years ago. You have, you have. Okay, right. But we're not talking about computers. We're talking about people, right? So, well, but people build computers. You're aware of that, right? That, 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 that human beings yeah, build wait, computers. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. We, 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 we uh, what we have here now is a situation where a lot of unskilled workers or poorly skilled workers that are doing things. Some, in some cases, they're it's hard, damn hard work, but they're doing it for a, a piss poor wage and. They're sending back their money home instead of investing in the communities and, and many times paying taxes. So I just think this is a total swindle for the United States. And the people who were here used to be earning 15, 20 bucks an hour. They were paying for insurance and what have you on their cars and on the, themselves and their family members. Now are forced to work for some, some ridiculously low wage because of the fact that, uh, well, we have somebody in Mexico that only earns a dollar an hour and now here they can earn eight. So therefore, um, gosh, everybody should be happy, but we've got, 
you know, got veterans coming back from Iraq, and the jobs they get are working at Walmart. As far as I'm concerned, if, if you haven't managed to educate yourself enough so that you can't compete against some illiterate Mexican that comes across the border <laughs> illegally, you're not really worth much to the community. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, well, let me, ask you, let me ask you a quick question. What happens when one of, these, one of these guys from a foreign country comes here illegally and his kid gets leukemia? It costs $2 million. I have a kid with leukemia. And uh, when I go to the uh, emergency room, okay, or the, the, where they treat him, all these kids, have, you know, they're legals, and, you know, I don't understand why it is that, you know, you think it's just such a bargain, you think about the free market being the mechanism that solves everything, and then you, this, this kind of, like, blows up the whole, the whole, uh, the whole idea, because no, you've doesn't. got people here, wait, wait a second, leprosy, tuberculosis? Oh, come on. The, the oh, leprosy, story, the leprosy second, stories are hugely well, overblown. Well, no, the are, no, the drug-resistant tuberculosis stories, um, show me one. Now, don't, tell, don't show me an email. Show me the story. Oh, wait. Okay, I'll tell you what. I can't tell you tuberculosis, but I can tell you what I can show you. Cases of kids with cancer. Before you go on, I want to I, I want to address something that you you sort of brought up as a boogeyman, which is uh, somebody going to the hospital with leukemia. I don't think that anyone should be required to provide any service um, under threat of going to jail um, if they don't do it. As far as I'm concerned, the hospital should not be required to provide any service for free. So that goes under the sort of uh, a big umbrella wait, of welfare. Uh, I don't right, think that no, we should have to. Mind, did you want to take wait? You've got this whole argument about eliminating the safety net for everybody, and then we'll... I tell you, it's very simple. We eliminate the safety net, okay, for people who are not from the United States. All right? That, that's fine. That, that would be that would be fine with me, but I, I refuse to call it a safety net. Like for instance, if I ran a hospital before you go on, if I ran a hospital and I refused to treat somebody for some reason, uh, normally hospitals have charity wings and they treat people for free all the time. But if I refuse to treat someone who I didn't think could pay their bill and I go to jail, what kind of freaking safety net is that? That's a disgusting safety net that kidnaps me. Well, are you, a safety are, net. are you a socialist? Wait, no, wait, no, wait a second. Hey, no, Bill, no, no, are you a socialist? No, I'm, I'm going to vote for Duncan Hunter because, you know something, he's the only guy that's going to secure the border. Watch out for number one. That's right. He's going to go down there himself and secure the border, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Like he right, sure he is. He kicked, some, he kicked some ass. They had about, you know, a tremendous volume of drugs coming over the border with San Diego. And they built a 14-mile fence. And guess what? It knocked down uh, importation of drugs tremendously. Yeah, right. Okay? Sure it has, bud. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 the importation of drugs hasn't ever friend? been touched wait by the federal government. They San can't Diego. do jack squat to stop drugs from coming in. Wait a second. If you, live in, if you live in San Diego, okay, near the border area, you're ten times better off now than you were 20 years ago when there was no border fence, jerk. Okay? Well, uh, but... No. So you're so you're a socialist, right? Bill, you, you support forced redistribution of wealth, don't you? Do you know how long it's been that we've had in this country uh, free treatment in hospitals and what have you? Wait, Bill, no, you said you wanted a safety net. Just because socialism's existed for a long time doesn't make it good. Now, Bill, slow down there, buddy. Slow down. Hold on a second there. I just want to make sure I got, I've got this straight. You said you don't think there should be a safety net for anyone but U.S. citizens, which means you believe in the safety net. You believe in this socialist wealth redistribution program. Therefore, you are a socialist, right? No, because that's not that based on socialism, my friend. Oh, okay. yes, it is. Absolutely. If you force one, if you take forcibly take money from someone, that's socialism. Wait a second. Socialism, okay, having to do with Karl Marx, or are we talking about basically? Uh, instilling in society Judeo-Christian principles, okay, that this country has has had as a bedrock that's made this country great. Uh, Alexis de Tocqueville said it well. America is great because America is good. All right. Now, what we have to do is really America simple. is good. 
What American kind of a statement is that? American, are you a collectivist? Well, you are a collectivist. Wait, stop the, no, stop no, with putting everybody in the groups. Yeah, wait a second. Here, wait, before you go you, on, before you go on, Mike. You, you tell me why do you how do you think that you, 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 you label me as a socialist because I'm afraid, a favorite public schools? That's asinine. No, no, it's yes. not. Absolutely, it's it's a, a it, no, it's, it's accurate, accurate, sir. Any, any government program is socialism. Any time you bring the government to say we're going to do this and I'm going to take money All from right. you and I'm going to do that, that's socialism. So you're talking about you're telling me that if they build a road. That's socialism. If they have it, we have an army. That's socialism. Well, I'll tell you, Rhodes is the first place that anybody runs on a um, subject like this. But you know, really, forced wealth redistribution, social sir. Service? Yeah, it is social service. Social so service. I, I, I think social service is obvious. I mean, it even has it in the, the name. Anybody who yeah yeah, if, yeah social services is pretty obvious. They, For God's they, sake, they, give me a second here, would you? <laughs> Um, if, uh, social services is obvious because you know I mean it's social they're they're saying it, but when it comes to the Christian point, didn't God give Adam and Eve a choice in the garden? Didn't He give them a choice? Because you're not really giving me a choice as to whether or not I want to pay for these programs, are you? You're going to well, put me in jail know, if I don't pay for them. You know, you do raise a good point. Uh, I don't have a good answer for you. Right God's for the about call. choice. Oh, wait, 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 the government the call, is man. about force. Out of time, my friend. Calls back next week. More Thank on the way. You can take control. Hour 3 is coming up. If you're on hold, we will get to you. It's Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching in hour number three of the program. You can take control of the airwaves on this, the live Saturday edition. Toll-free numbers, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We go right into your phone call. Start things out with Becky listening in Keene on WKBK. Hey, Becky. Hi, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? First of all, that uh, idiot caller from last hour. If Which he one? wants to get technical, we're all immigrants. He, so he yeah, wants to well, get that's rid of true. all of us. Then. You know, it, 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 it's a point that uh, a lot of people don't really take into consideration is they didn't have immigration laws or they weren't enforced or they weren't very restrictive when most of our ancestors came over. Why exactly. Is it, it was either go to the New World or go to jail. Why was it, uh, you know, why was it okay, um, you know, then and it's not okay now for some reason? And immigrants do pay taxes. It's called sales tax. Uh, they they sure. do except for New Hampshire. <laughs> no, that's true. And well, if they're renting, they're paying property taxes. Exactly. So it's so it's BS to claim that, that immigrants don't pay down tax. Point number two. Oh yeah, you you can just shoot them down one after another. Oh yeah. Any other thoughts tonight, Becky? Um. Okay. As far as the real ID, mm. we we might as well just you know secede and become Vermont Junior. Now, this this is driving me nuts. So you're saying that I'm going to have to get something other than my state ID, which I had to jump through so many hoops, Ringling Brothers would get jealous. That, oh, it, 
I just lost my train of thought. Well, it'll still be, you're talking about real ID, which the federal government is trying their damnedest to shove down everyone's throat. Many, exactly. Many states are saying no, and the feds are trying, they're coming, it's kind of coming to a head here in the, this coming May. Yeah. But the, uh, you'll, st- it's still going to have the new, your identification will still have New Hampshire written on it, if that's where you live, or wherever you live, it will have your state uh, logo on it, but it's just that the federal government, starting in May, will be determining what is going to be on that ID. So if the I'm feds sorry, decide, I don't want the federal government knowing my bra size or whatever, you know. Well, the uh, FBI has uh, now engaged. They're, they're now, I guess, creating the largest biometric database ever to grace the uh, the world. Uh, so the feds are constantly trying to figure out things like your bra size and put them into some sort of a database. You know, and yeah. he, and, and people are, uh, you know, they think, well, if you, don't, if you don't have anything to hide, what are you worried about? But uh, let me tell you a couple of examples that have occurred throughout history, recent history, um, one of them right here in the United States, that you may not, in fact, want the government to know this kind of information. Um, recently with the, uh, the Hutus and the... Uh, Tutsis over in Africa, Rwanda, I'm sure you've heard mm-hmm. of that. Uh, the, the Hutus got con- in control of the government, and they decided to go on a uh, killing spree and, and ethnically cleanse all of that means kill all of them, um, all of the Tutsis, and they did it with government information. They, you know, the, yeah. the government wanted to know which tribe are you from. Well, there it is, written right down. He's a Tutsi. Kill him. I mean, this is going to be, you know, the, the second coming of Nazism. Yeah, yeah, I, you yeah, know, people say, oh, I don't know what you're worried about, but I'm sure that over there when um, they were filling out the information, why would you not want them to know what tribe you're from? What are you worried about? Well, here's what happened. And in, um, you know, pre-World War II, when we round up uh, all the Japanese here in the United States, we used census data to do it. Uh-huh. So... Yeah, there's two good reasons why you don't want the government to know your bra size and, and your uh, DNA and all that other stuff. What would the Founding Fathers think? How would they have felt about the, the king demanding all kinds of personal information from them? I think they would have been pretty ticked about that. Exactly. Oh, and open borders. Oh, no, Canadians coming with cigars and Molson. <laughs> we can't have that. Yeah. Becky, thanks for the exactly. call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Spending Eight, all those tourist dollars. 800-259-9231. We go to Mark in Indianapolis listening on WXNT. Mark, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, what's hey, up? Uh, much. That uh, call from last hour, that was a classic. That was You guys should keep that for best of. <laughs> uh, for people like that, I just want to ask them, who's going to define what poverty is, you know, or a safety net? And they're called dictators. <laughs> and they don't, you know, they don't care about uh, people without money. Um, Amy, earlier this week you were talking about, um, you know, political burnout with the Ron Paul crusade. Yeah, but people, uh, it's not just Ron Paul, it's anybody involved in politics, uh, right. getting behind a candidate they believe in, having the candidate lose, and then ending up feeling depressed, feeling like there's no hope to change things, and, and burning out and, and dropping out. Right, um, yeah, it seems to be that guy that, um, I think he wrote that uh, message on the BBS, or an email that you guys got, about, um, I guess he's got like a uh, an iTunes radio show or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, you were talking about. Yeah, someone who sounds that informed about, you know, the message of liberty, I think they're just, uh, they're probably discouraged, they're, you know, depressed, but they just need a timeout, you know. Um, I don't think he's totally going to get out of the political arena or fighting for liberty. I think they just need a break. But uh, the biggest problem seems to be so far in this country that people just don't, um, they don't know what's wrong. And if, you know, people like us that are pissed off at what's going on, uh, they're going to want to do something about something. But if you don't know, you're... If, if you're not pissed off, you don't know. 
Right. If you don't know what to, if you know something's wrong but you don't know what it is, you won't be able to take the correct steps to correct the, you know, the steps to correct the problem. Right. So you're right. Yeah. There's a huge lack of information out there. Yeah, and um, that is just misinformation. But I think the best thing is just, you know, continuing to do what you guys are doing. You know, and people got different ways of learning and not formal education. But um, you know, whether it's through um, you know, radio, uh, the internet, or um, documentaries, whatever, it's just continue. Keep discussing people about the message, and that's it. Yeah, well, that's what we're doing six nights a week, Mark. Any other yeah, thoughts? And, and, um, no, just um, for people not to get discouraged because whether it's not about Ron Paul, it's about getting more freedom out there in society. And, uh, you know, as far as nullifying laws and uh, reducing the size of government, this. Uh, Ron Paul's just the best person we have for yeah. you know the White House to do that with. So. Absolutely, he's he's uh, he is currently the means to the end of getting people into the movement of uh, the, the the pro freedom movement, the pro liberty movement, getting them to understand the principle of non initiation of force and all these wonderful things that we talk about on Free Talk Live. Mark, thanks for the call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's what it's about. Because even if Ron Paul were to win and get elected to the presidency. The battle wouldn't be over. It'd still be in the the very beginning phases. You'd still have Congress to deal with. You'd still have your state government bureaucracies to deal with. You'd still have your local government uh, to deal with. So Ron Paul is just one candidate. The ideas of liberty are what's really important about his and campaign. And sometimes it takes, a, it takes a little while for these ideas to percolate. And I think that Ron yeah. Paul's been great in getting a lot of those ideas out there and... Uh, you know, maybe he'll make it this time. Certainly, uh, if if people ha- try hard enough, he very well could. Or maybe it's it's time. You know, maybe it's for the next candidate in four years. Certainly, um, it could spur a lot of people to run for local uh, st- house and local senate, or excuse me, state and um, state senate and state house. Uh, you know, positions or House of Representatives or Senate positions that are more of the liberty mindset, and I think that would be great. We go to your phone calls. Talk to Dennis in Georgia. Dennis, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Dennis in Georgia, going once. Dennis Hello? in... Hey, Dennis. Hello? What's there, on your there mind? There was a, a delay there, sorry. That's no all problem. Right. Uh, your problem. What's up? Well, I, it's good to see that uh, idealism is alive and well at Free Talk tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys you guys superimpose this free market thing over reality. You really do. I mean, I love it. I mean, I love the free market. I think it's got a very important place, you know, now and in the future, of course. But... Mm-hmm. um. What's what's your answer to dealing with the reality of things? I mean, are you going to use free market to to beat down the walls of reality? I mean, give me an example. Your... I think the free free market handles with re, um, handles reality very well in most circumstances. What <laughs> well, the free is market specific? is reality. Yeah, right. It Anything is... else is uh, sort of a man made creation that's trying to be superimposed upon it, and the free market usually does its best to work around that. But give me an example of what you're talking about. Well, first of all, your your, your premise is that it works on in every you know situation and. Uh, Unfortunately, when people are involved, it's automatically flawed. Well, no one ever said the free market's perfect. No one ever said it's utopia, but it works better than government solutions. I was going to give you the choice of what you want to talk about, because I know you hate politics. Um, (laughs) Atheism or uh, this immigration thing. or uh, Actually, I would like to hear more about this free market plan of yours, but... You, I mean, but you guys talk like you're coming from Europe, though, and you're no, you don't live in America and the realities that we have to deal with. I mean, <laughs> Europeans are far, far more socialist than we are here in America, and we're less socialist than they are here in America. We represent freedom. They don't represent that in Europe. I mean, I, I, know, I, I know you represent freedom, but the realities of America right now are, are this. fascism. I mean, <laughs> 
Corporatism, maybe. Corporatism, yeah. there you it's, go. Uh, we should use that term because people don't really understand what fascism means. Right. But it's really yeah. close to this corporatist, fascist sort of, uh, you know, mercantile. Dennis, I want you to pick what you want to talk about, and we'll come back to you, okay? More on the way with Dennis. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You can bring up anything toll-free, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Uh, you can uh, take uh, enjoy the website for free because those other radio talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their websites. We wanted to give you all the features they do and charge you nothing for it. And we've done it at freetalklive.com. So enjoy those. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com or call 800-544-6359. That is 1-800-544-6359 for SACL CAI. We go back to your phone calls and back to Dennis in Georgia. Dennis, who was uh, sounding a little critical of this whole free market concept. Uh, you, you sounded like you wanted to get into some detail, and I certainly want to hear a little bit more from you on this. Uh, what is it that uh, you wanted to share with us tonight, Dennis? Well, a couple things. I wrote some points, Donnie. I'm going to try to stay on point and not get, be rambling, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I love and appreciate the free market idea, okay? But it, it's inherently flawed because it, it's based on human beings, and, and as human beings, we are flawed, greed, um, excess, arrogance, selfishness, jealousy, all those things will, you know, eventually corrupt it, okay? Um, there's no regulator, ultimate regulator, but... Um, yes, there is. On atheism? What is no, it? before you go on, there is, regula- there is a regulator. In fact, there are millions and billions of regulators in the free market. It's you and I with our wallet deciding where to, to, uh, to put our money, deciding what products to buy, deciding where to invest, deciding where to save, deciding who to give to. Uh, in the free market, if people are being, uh, they're being corrupt in some way, if they're doing bad business, then you are never in the free market forced to pay for that person's business. You're never forced to purchase their products, unlike you are with government. So when you have government and those corrupt, evil people get in charge of government, then right. they can use right. force Right, inherently you. flawed people that you're talking about there that are you know jealous and hateful and spiteful or whatever are going to get in government, and you're going to give them power over other people's lives, power that those uh, people can't escape, power that they can use to imprison and kill people that they don't like. Right, so you've got two well, choices, my friend. You've got government and the free marketplace. Go ahead. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, you guys are you're defending this this free market thing, and, I, and I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think you know 99% great, but the realities of what we go through now are the problem. You're superimposing this utopian idealistic idea over it, which is fine. I understand you're defending it. I don't want to talk about it anymore because, but I do want to mention um, illegals and and open border policy, global um, economy. That's not good for America, man. It I I speak Spanish and I deal with. Latinos, um, I'm not, I'm not prejudiced, but healthcare is affected. School, schools are affected. I mean, that's sure all free affected. to them, and they do pay, you know, part taxes. Yes, they do put in, but they don't. It's not as much as your your your, your argument is saying. I mean, the, they the do major, go we, down wages. Wait a minute, it's not just these low skilled jobs that are being lost to immigrants. It's other high end jobs, high tech jobs, engineering jobs. 
given by corporations insisting that they are able to hire people from India and Japan at half the price they pay Americans, you don't think that's going to inevitably well, destroy this our immigration, our, our, immig- our current Im- immigration rules allow people that are um, wealthy and, and skilled to come into this country with, with far, far less regulation than they do unskilled people. So currently, the system that we have encourages um, educated people Green to come here and take... Lower wage workers. Well, hey, I wish I could I tell you that... You... Free market, I know that's part of the free market, free market ideal, and, and I think it's okay, but... Now, when you, as a, as an owner of a business with a free market system, mm-hmm. are you are you not looking to make the most profit? So the less you pay for uh, an employee, that's what your desire is, right? Because that puts more money in the profit. I margin, want the right? best employee and for the right price, somebody and, uh, you can trust too, and somebody who's going right to be able to communicate with your price. customers and in a fashion that's going to, you know, be beneficial to I, you. I, I want to get the, all kinds of uh, things that go into, um, you know, hiring an employee. Back but, to your point on uh, the engineers and that's uh, and those types of jobs. Uh, did you know that there are very, very few Americans that are actually seeking those positions? I mean, they have to be filled right. by... There's no white kids in engineering school. You know, that's a good point. That's a very good point. And I do agree. Education is the key. If I had to pick one thing that would solve all our problems is people get smarter. Educate yourself. Absolutely. That's, well, and that's um, one of the problems is that the government's providing education, which is why uh, Americans aren't seeking out those jobs in those positions. So, right. Kids in school today... very, very expensive... And it shouldn't no, be. No, no. It's, it's only expensive because government's in charge. Anything's expensive right, whenever government spends that. money. Ian, you keep saying this like it's detached from the reality of things. What are you talking I mean, about? You keep saying government's involved, the course is involved. How do you propose to change that? Well, that's <laughs> the trick, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's certainly going to be very, very difficult, but that's what we're doing here uh, no, six nights a week. Yes, I understand that. What's an answer? What's the solution? I've got the solution a solution. Is the the free, free market. market. Uh, no, no, I've got a real that's, solution. Because, yes, you're right, there, has to, be a, there has to be a plan to get from here to there. And here's mine. Okay, it's just an idea. I'm open to okay. new ideas here. But here's am, one. I'm very open-minded. Here you go. What you do is you take those government schools run by bureaucrats and you tell those bureaucrats, all right, guys, you got six more months of government funding or the end of this school year or whatever. You've got this amount of time. Who? Who? Grassroots uh, flag waving? No, you'd have to get someone elected to the system, obviously, to do it this way. Politics is the answer? Holy moly. There are other answers, and that is withholding your money. But we're talking about inside-the-system solutions here. So you asked for a solution. Here's one. Here's one you asked for. You, you tell those bureaucrats, here you go. We're going to give you a share of the school, and now you're a business owner. So go ahead and have fun with uh, running your own business. You're superimposing a great, great concept and a thing that has to happen over the reality. And you're not, you're not giving me a, a substantial solution because you say you hate politics, and that's not the answer, but it, 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 the reality of it, it is the answer. It's not the easy answer. I've never it's said it's not. I've never said politics isn't uh, com- is completely useless. It's just next to useless. It is just next to useless. And and the fact is, Dennis, you know, you are you're dealing with two choices. You either you allow the free market to operate. And, uh, and of course, it's not going to be perfect. It's not a utopia. But the fact is, it does everything better than government does. Or you get the government in with its regulations and its rules and its asinine uh, absurdities and bureaucratic I mean, nonsense. And then you control the free market. And that's not I mean, a solution. So what we're talking about is getting in people's pockets, saying you can make more money and be better off if you change the system. Now, do you propose changing it through the existing, existing system as politics is? 
or a violent revolution? I propose what, whatever it takes. I don't want violence. So I don't want a violent takes. revolution. I, I, anything beyond violence, whatever it takes. So if you can do it through the system, do it through the system. If you have to do it by withholding taxes and having some sort of a non-violent, non-cooperative revolution, I think that can be very effective as well. And I think what you're going to see happen here, Dennis, and pay close attention, uh, what you're going to see happening here in New Hampshire is both. You're going to see the non-cooperation. You're going to see the civil disobedience combined with the politics. And I think that is what's going to make... Uh, make us possibly be able to reach liberty in our lifetime. Some no, sort of combination answer, of the two. That's a good answer. Dennis, now, thanks for the call answer. tonight, my friend. Thanks uh, for calling in. Because he was the guy that called in last night. I was very, very mean to him at the uh, the end of the show. I oh, was, was that him? I, I was didn't so realize. Up, I was so upset. And uh, it was because of this police well, then, state nonsense. Good. You deserve on. a little ribbing from that guy. I can tell no, you that. It was that. good. It was a good conversation. Really enjoyed it. 800-259. Yeah, not him. He got scalded. No, I mean tonight's conversation. Okay. 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever you want. Paul and Maine's coming up. Your calls as well about, well, anything. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday program. You can take control, bring up whatever you want. Toll free, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Get interactive on the bulletin board system with over 300,000 posts. Serious issues, fun stuff. You'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com. It's free, of course. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Your mattress was likely manufactured using all kinds of disturbing chemicals like boric acid and insecticides of all sorts. Does this bother you? Well, it bothers some scientists, especially in the case of young children. Savvy Rest mattresses are made of 100% natural latex rubber, organic wool, and organic cotton. Try their crib mattresses, too. SavvyRest.com for the sleep you've been dreaming of. That's SavvyRest.com. Let's continue with your phone calls and talk to Paul in Maine. Paul, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello there, uh, Free Talk. Hey, Paul. Uh, you're in New Hampshire, I guess, right? We are. That What's on correct. your mind, sir? And, uh, well, good luck with your recount there. <laughs> well, we won't be uh, recounting anything. I see. Um, I'd like to combine a few topics. Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, the Ron Paul situation is, uh, where he de- uh, dismissed the 9-11 truth, the free market, and uh, psychopaths in society. That's quite a, uh, a, a feat, if I can do it. Um, I'd first like to talk about an article I just read. It's on the Internet. It's uh, The title of it is called Twilight of the Psychopaths. It's by uh, Kevin Barrett of uh, 9-11 fame, and uh, that's the title of it. And basically what he talks about is that the psychopaths rise to the top of the civilization. They they. They play a disproportionate role, uh, and especially in, when you're talking about the free market, basically what that what happens is in, in the free market you unleash the psychopaths to prey on the sheeple. That's what we have in the country right now. These no. Days. How would that be exactly? Can you explain? Well, all you have to do is look at China right now, and that's... that's China's not a free market, there. sir. Well, well, you have the psychopaths in control over there, and that... 
you have psychopaths in control here. I'll agree with that point. Psychopaths, people in search of power, people who want to use force over others, seek out positions of power so they can do that. In the free marketplace, they don't have those positions. Now, can I talk about Ron Paul and his... uh... You can, but I'd like to know exactly how it is that psychopaths would be more dangerous in the free market, which is what your assertion was. Well, because clinical psychopaths enjoy the advantages uh, in social hierarchies. They can lie without remorse. They have no telltale psychological stress. They They sound like the politicians that are in charge of this country. Or your assertion, rather, is the word I was looking for. Exactly, but the same psychopath. Psychopathy is is endemic in the corporate. That's why they call it corporate fascism. They no no. They you can't have fascism without a government around. And if you don't have a government, then you have a free market. So well, it, it, okay. Well, then they're a part of the corporate uh, uh, kleptocracy. You might well, say. you can't have a corporation without and a government why, around that's either. That's why you have the Federal Reserve. That's why they that got instituted a hundred years ago. It was the kleptocracy that. Finally, uh, made their move. There's no and, doubt uh, that the Federal Reserve is bad news, sir. I'm, years. I'm with you on that. The Federal Reserve needs to go away. I, I'm with you there, but I, I can't. I, I don't think you've made any sort of coherent point as to why the free marketplace is and somehow uh, you know it puts us at more danger from psychopaths. It doesn't. Well, I let me put it this way: Ron Paul dismissed 9/11 Truth because of the corporate pressures and. Why? If he's no, it's not because he'd there, look like a crackpot loon if he accepted it and embraced it, and it'd be the downfall of his entire campaign. Me, excuse me, nine eleven truth is not crackpot. The the government theory is a crackpot. It's irrelevant. Theory. I th- I don't know who to believe, and I don't care who's right or who's wrong. It doesn't well, matter. That's your problem. That's the whole problem with your show is that you don't. Is that know the what problem? No, 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 no. It's yeah. I don't care. I don't care what to, uh, what well, the truth is. That's a, that's a personal problem that you really have to. No, deal it's not. With, I think. No, it's not. Yes, My it purpose here is to talk about, about liberty and freedom, not is. some some minutia, uh, some factoids about uh, allegations as to what happened on 9/11, sir. 9/11 is the whole purpose of this country being turned into a. A fascist dictator. I think I think you're, you the word you're looking that. for is excuse. The government's using it as an excuse to increase the size of the police state. That much I'll agree with you on, but it's irrelevant as to no, the details as to what happened on that day. Speech, it's in every speech that these megalomaniacs make, and it's and the the, the media is totally in control of that agenda. And it's about time that you guys actually. Find out about the truth. Why don't you look? I've at watched the movies, dude. I've watched them. I know where your positions are coming from. I understand them. Have you seen? Have you seen the movie Nine Eleven Mysteries? Nine Eleven Mysteries. God, there's so many of them. You know, I, have you, look, no, I've seen the Alex question. Jones ones. Have I've seen the Loose Change. I've seen. Answer my question. Have no. you seen Mysteries? No, and I don't want to see it. Thanks for the call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the number for you. You are a Bilderberger watchdog. <laughs> you got rid of that guy. He was out there. He was speaking the truth, and you just cut him off. I'm a gatekeeper. <laughs> you know, I just you're to, part of this whole Zionist conspiracy to just, control the media and enslave us all. Just to lay it out there, look, I know where you guys are coming from. You truther cats. You've got, you know, you you've got this thing that you're obsessed with, and you want to spread the word about your 9/11 truth stuff, just like people thought they, you know, knew the truth by. 
behind the JFK assassination. And, and the point is, it's just, it's just an academic exercise. It's just, that's all it is. It's, it's just information. It doesn't really do anything to move ahead the message of freedom and liberty, because there is no message of liberty with the 9-11 truth movement. There's plenty, plenty of people that believe in the 9-11 truth movement, and I'm not saying that there's not some facts that, that bother me. There's plenty of people that um, believe in that, believe in liberty and freedom. I just That's don't true. think it, you know, the 9-11 route is the route to take. Right. Well, you, when you're talking about 9-11 truth, so-called, which again is just another group of people making assertions, uh, encountering assertions made by the government story people... When 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 you're listening to those people, they aren't talking about liberty and freedom. They're talking about the temperature that steel melts. They're talking about the molten magma or whatever it was that was uh, on fire for days after. They're talking about what happened to the planes. They're talking about fuselages. They're talking about all kinds of stuff that has nothing to do with freedom and liberty, nothing to do with advancing uh, the understanding of principles of liberty in this country. And it's completely irrelevant to uh, what my mission in life is. So there. Let's continue to talk. Let's talk to uh, Tom in Michigan in the Grand Rapids area, listening on WTKG. Hey, Tom, what's on your mind? Good evening. Yeah, you know, the free market has brought us Enron, Global Crossing, Tyco, uh, the uh, 80s uh, savings and loan scandals. uh, What free market? You you think there's a free market going on? When you deregulate oversight of what corporations do, they take advantage and most corporations of, uh, sir, are creations of the government you understand yeah, that right that, that's and that's where where the, the thing is the free market should be for citizens and corporations aren't citizens they don't have a pulse I'll give you that. Absolutely. The corporations are constructs of the government. They're the only thing that you can legitimately tax. Um, absolutely. The problem I have with a corporation is that people, the people that run it are not uh, liable in the same way that you and I are for the actions exactly, exactly. that they make. Exactly. Limited liability system. Right. And so, now, now, that, now this brings me to another point. That was created that, by the government, not the free market, sir. Well, well, now, now it's taken over the free market. I mean, there is on. no free you market. You have to understand. Pop, when you take over a free market, it's gone. Shops, do mom and pop shops have an equal opportunity to compete with multinational corporations? Yes of no. course not, because the corporations are tied in with government people, and they're using their ties with government to keep the little guy down. Uh, and, now, and now the the Republican Party, they talk about free market solutions. They're referring to these multinationals, not the mom and pop. Well, everybody, Absolutely uh, true. The Republicans are lying to you. I'll give you that one, too. The Republicans are the Democrats are lying to you too. Just so right. you know. So you have to always. You, you, so when you reinforce the free market concepts, you got to separate yourself from from that mantra, so that people don't go, oh well, well the Republicans are talking free market. I think anybody that I, I don't know if you're brand new to the show, but anybody that's listened to this show for more than an episode knows. You can't get we, away with that though. You have to reset every single segment. I There's a new person listening. That we can't always right. cover all of the bases every segment. Otherwise, we'd spend 15 minutes every segment covering all the bases. Thank you for your point, sir. Thanks. We agree with a lot of what you said. The fact is, this isn't a Republican show. It's not a Democrat show. It's Free Talk Live. You bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain, and this is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. Might be able to slip your call in if you make it right now. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features we give away, and if you want to help support the show... 
then we ask that you shop with us at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Enter Amazon through that link. Free Talk Live gets a percentage of your purchase. So start your shopping experience there. You can buy used items. We'll even get a cut of that. 41 categories for you to shop from. Head over to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Get your shopping done as we go to the phones and to the fun. Rick in California. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Rick. Yeah. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I want to ask you about your your deal on the free market. Now, yes, sir. How are we going to make this come about? You see, <laughs> the the government's going to have to commit Harry Carey, and everybody's going to have to give up their government job to to create this utopia you're talking about. No one's talking about market. a utopia. The free marketplace is not a utopia. It's just that it will handle everything better than government can can handle it. Well, I agree with you. I'm a, I'm a bond trader, and and. I'm all about getting the government out of our business, but but how if the government is the biggest employer, and most of the job creation you hear about is is government jobs, or a good percentage of the of what they're telling us is government jobs, you're saying that these people are all going to give it all up. <laughs> well, be total not chaos. without a fight. Do you think? Do you think that uh, what's the president going to be the president of? Well, the, if we're going to get rid of this. Get rid of the government and be free market. What's he going to be the president of? Well, first off, uh, we we have two different uh, hosts here that believe two different things. One of them believes completely in the free market. The other one believes sort of in a constitutional government. And, you know, the president didn't used to have a great deal of power when George Washington got in and said that government is not eloquence. It is uh, fire, a dangerous, uh, let's say, a dangerous servant and a fearful master. You know, so the government was significantly smaller at a time like that. I'm not saying that it was perfect then either. But, um... You know the, the 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 big problem with uh, government is well. Let me uh, let me backtrack. Do you think the thieves want to give up their job? That armed brigands want to give up their jobs? Thieves. Thieves and they armed brigands. Probably want to give up their jobs. Yeah. They, they probably they don't want to give up their job. job. I don't know. What do you mean? Oh, I, I think that people that are working for the government, whether they think it, whether they realize it oh, or not, the are stealing that work from us. For the government want to. They don't want to give up their jobs. Well, if you work for the government, you are a thief, unfortunately. You're, you're yeah, at, at the I very agree. least, yeah. receiving stolen property because Absolutely. my taxes were taken from me at the threat of uh, imprisonment. So, therefore, anybody who gets a government paycheck, you know, is, is, a, thief. is a thief, unfortunately. Absolutely. Well, now, now uh, Rick called in to ask questions about the free market, and the, the minarchist here decided to uh, to answer his question. I'm better a talk show to, host than you are, anyway. To, <laughs> To uh, to go back to uh, your questions, Rick. Um, yeah. What would the president do? I don't know. He could go be the yeah, president what would, of. What the... would the government? I mean, I mean, we're spending all this time to elect a president, but in your case, if it's all free market, what do we need him for? We don't. The, the I mean, the, the marketplace. If we had a real free market, it would mean there'd be no government anymore. Oh, so, but, we... but but somebody would probably step up, and we'd probably end up with some sort of. That would, that would only be running. in the case I mean, of a I violent revolution. Right. That, that, I understand your concerns, and someone stepping in to fill a, a vacancy, a, a power vacancy, would be something you'd see after a violent revolution, which is not what I'm oh, proposing. Well, show me, show me where there's ever been a peaceful revolution. India? India? Yeah. Okay. One more. <laughs> okay. How about Martin Luther King? No, there's certainly some uh, Okay, he, he was definitely nonviolent, but I mean... You see, okay. he didn't get anything done? Right, but I mean, what power did he really control? I mean, 
The, the, the purpose I, isn't to earn freedom for his purpose, people, not power. The purpose of our revolution is to not achieve power, but to destroy the power structures, to knock yeah, them down. Something's going to fill that void. Only if you have a violent revolution. If you have a nonviolent revolution of information where people come to the understanding that we essentially have not really gotten rid of uh, slavery in this day and age, it's just simply changed form and become far more sure. subtle in that we're all slaves to this government. If we can help people understand that and come to the realization that government is unnecessary for mankind to... But they can't to... even find America on the map. I oh, know. Yeah. I, I would agree. <laughs> Trust me. I understand. <laughs> we this talk is... to them every night. Dude. Right. This is not an easy task, Rick, but it's not... That doesn't mean it's one not... You know, that doesn't well, mean that it's not worthwhile. Do, Go ahead. Well, what I think we need to do is just, just start our own little power structures. I mean, guys like you... You know, people people that know what's going on. Let's just forget these guys. Let's just do it ourselves. Well, there are there have been some that I have mean, the proposed. The Liberty Dollar is a perfect example. Your right. advertisers are there. You're talking about alternative. Uh... It. Let's just be. Let's right. just be a free market. You're talking about yourself. Okay, yeah. We're not going to be able to change it within the system. I, I am completely with you, and that's where I think the Free State Project is going to come in handy because people that think the way that we do are going to all move together. They are moving together here into New, uh, to New Hampshire to get active, whether it be inside or outside of the system. And I, I, there, are, there are proposals on the table. What we're waiting for, the people with the capital and the willingness to risk oh, that capital. the people in the capital. They're never going to give up their jobs. I well, mean, no, no, no. no. I'm talking about the entrepreneurs. I'm talking about the people that are going to do what you're suggesting, and that is come up with marketplace competition to these government bureaucracies, as you suggested. So, for instance, what I would really like to see is somebody come here and offer some sort of government protection service where I can stop paying taxes and instead hire, a, uh, you know, hire some sort of an organization to protect me from the government. I'd be willing uh, well, to pay for that service, wouldn't you? We, we need No, what we need is our own little Bilderberg. We need to get people... <laughs> And and start infiltrating these little these little power enclaves, and just get together and 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 take these guys over. Well, uh, you know that's what? The if that's the only way you... you're going to do it, you got to do it through a network of of you know people that think like we do. I think there are differing people with uh, different plans. But you're not going to do it within their system. And you're I think that if you want to give that a try, I think you should, Rick, and thanks for your call tonight. I think that uh, I think that a variety of different groups of people, individuals attacking this uh, this government system that we have from various different angles is going to be the solution. Whether it be like he's saying, you know, sort of infiltration, whether it be uh, winning elected office, whether it be working outside of the system, doing civil disobedience, non-cooperation, refusal to participate, all of these different things happening at once, the government won't know what to do. They don't know what to do when there's one person refusing to cooperate with them, let alone what would happen if there would be 50 to 5,000 or even 500. Uh, the government would be completely uh, flummoxed. They wouldn't know how to handle it. Let's continue with your calls here. Uh, there's no way to predict how the, the revolution will actually come about. We just w need to know where we're going. We need to know what the end goal is. And for me, the end goal is to help people understand what liberty is, help them understand why government's a bad idea, which is why, by the way, I have taken the time to uh, turn The Market for Liberty, which is a wonderful book, into an audio book. You can download that free at book.freekeen.com. It's been getting great reviews so far. Book.freekeen.com. Go get it. Uh, Jeremy in Montana, listening on KGEZ. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. I love talking about freedom and liberty, but um, how do you even start getting anywhere? I mean, it just, 
I'm not sure if we are. I mean, the evidence sounds pretty good, but what if we are living under a government who would do something like 9-11? I mean, how can you even begin to try to get anywhere if you're living under them? Kind it, of it, it, was, it goes back to what I was saying last night. Like, to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, if the government's that evil and that controlling, it's, does it, that doesn't stop me from pursuing freedom because that's all I want to do at this point. I, I don't want to live a comfortable life, you know, sitting and watching TV, watching Britney Spears at night, going to work the next day, guzzling I beers afterwards. I want to, you know, I want to set as many people free as possible under whatever the conditions are. And the fact is, the conditions are getting worse. The government is getting more tyrannical. It's getting, uh, it's, they're taking more freedoms away. So there's no point in waiting. The longer you wait, the more difficult this process is going to be. Until they're punished for something like that. If they did do it, then I mean, you you really can't get nowhere. I mean, and. Yep, well, it's a defeated, that's a defeatist mentality. I, I can't say that we haven't gotten anywhere. I can tell you, Jeremy, and I wish we had more time, but thank you for the call. I can tell you that I was at the New Hampshire Liberty Forum last week, which is a gathering of liberty-loving activists here in New Hampshire. Many of them are Free State Project members. And there's a significant portion of them, and I know you met some of them, Mark, there's a significant portion that are in the Free State, that are in New Hampshire, and are members of the Free State Project, or are coming here, because they found out about it through Free Talk Live. Oh, so yeah, to, a whole bunch of So them. to say we aren't making progress is just, you're not seeing the big picture. We I, are. I would like progress faster. I can tell you that much. Well, but it'll, it'll build it, on it'll, itself. It'll happen as fast as it happens. New though. people finding liberty will, will in, encourage them to explore that with others and explain it to others. And, and again, it's just a con- constant process of education and information. More on the way here uh, tomorrow, or to next weekend. Not what next weekend. Well, I guess it's next weekend for those of you that only get the weekend show, but otherwise Monday night. Bill in Oklahoma, we've got 10 seconds for you just to throw out a point. Go for it. Yeah, I was just going to thank our government for allowing me to keep my Fifth Amendment right when it comes to keeping my files secured. I don't know what that's in reference to. Well, taxes, uh, obviously, every time you have to pay taxes, uh, you have to give up information, Mm. and that's uh, incriminating you. All right, we'll be back Monday night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.